0: Yo, I'm a bulldog, so George who not pick it? I love the family atmosphere and the way they handle business. Education It's important, trying to reach the next level. I want the best in life I never settled. Yes,
1: welcome back in. I, you, know what it, you know what they say, the show must go on. We we teed up a very good show, Um had some technical difficulties. We had interviews coming your way with Kojo Antwi and Oscar Dell. First of all, we're My Southern Manners. Hello, everybody. Hello, Facebook. Hello, YouTube. Thanks for coming in. Uh, last I saw, the Hawks were down three to the Bucks. Uh, thanks for coming into another edition of uh, Before the Hedges on Dog Nation. Um, let's see. All, all, all we can simply say tonight is that um, we've got a good show plan for you still. So if you guys didn't join us before, uh, you're gonna get you're gonna get all that Kojo Antwi interview. You're gonna get that Oscar Delp interview that I think got halted midstream. And uh, we're just going to call that practice. We're going to call that uh, a dry run through. I've been in a lot of football practices lately where the next rep is always better than the previous rep. And let me set up this interview right out of the gate. Kojo Antwi, guys, he's making his decision on July the 5th. I love it when recruits do that to honor their mother, uh, to, to make their decision about something greater than themselves. Kojo is going to honor his mother, Martha Antwi, on his date. Uh, checking the visit plan. He went and saw Georgia first, great official visit there. Then he saw Texas A&M, a lot of strong family ties there to Texas A&M. Kojo has family there. Uh, then he uh, went, see, went and saw Ohio state this past weekend. Um, and then he's got USC this weekend. I want you guys to pay close attention to the interview. Some people that have seen it and have maybe read the story that showed up on dognation.com immediately After the interview yesterday, we're thinking, okay, Kojo's bound for A&M. And then other people go, no, Kojo's bound for uh, (coughs) Ohio State. And yet others still think the Georgia Bulldogs, like I do, have a very good shot. And uh, the one thing that was interesting in the interview is Alabama's not in it. He has a top four. Basically, he's going to choose between Georgia, Texas A&M, Ohio State, and USC. USC is the official visit this weekend. The one thing, though, I got to sympathize with Kojo. Super nice kid, great all-around guy. Uh, he's reached that point of his recruiting when it's almost overload. It's fatigue. One of the things you'll notice in this, uh, in this package we've put together of Kojo is that he sounds really burdened, like this is not the easiest thing in the world. You'll hear in the interview that uh, he kind of compares it. I bring up an illustration or I make a, a parallel that it's sort of like he's running a marathon and he's got 21 miles down and five miles to go. Kojo Antwee, nation's number 16 receiver, I believe. I think 24 7 sports has him as the nation's number seven receiver and a top 100 prospect. Uh, Big decision coming his way in less than two weeks. Kojo Antwee, let's hear from him right now on Before the Hedges. Weighing on you, you you have 900 pounds on your shoulders. You got one more set of
0: 45s to go. What does it feel like, Maisie? You're getting closer. (laughs) Right now, (laughs) it's a little stressful. Is it? Yeah, it is stressful because all the schools you know that I'm looking at are you know recruiting me hard, and you know they all have good programs. So it's going to be a really hard decision. Will you go back to any schools, or are you just going to let these five officials be it? just
1: let these five officials be it what stands out to you right now from what you've seen so far i mean you're at the point now where all the stuff's going to blur right all the stuff all the facilities all
0: the cool all the food all the photo shoots all that stuff blurred together now and you got to find more important things um yeah just looking for who's going to be real with me and you know not just you know just recruit me because i'm good you know just tell me what you know what i need to fix and how to coach me and you know develop me into the best way i can be so um it will be five schools
1: four schools like it will be will alabama be the plus one besides your officials or who's in it for you
0: um yeah those four um georgia a um ohio state and usc how close is it right now can you put it into words close In terms of... Like if we're running
1: a 40 or all of them at the 38 or the 37, neck and neck, I mean, how close are these? You don't have to tell me who's, you know, whatever, who's leading or anything like that, but I just want to know how bunched up is it right now? Are you sorting all four? Are you sorting two out of the four privately? Two out of the four. Two out of the four? Um, I guess this is an easy way to do it. What's the biggest plus for all of them
0: right now? The biggest plus for Ohio State? Biggest plus for Ohio State, um, Coach Hartline. Uh, the receiver room that they have over there, who he's developing, um sending two first-rounders to the league next year, and possibly another two the next year. So, um, you know, he's all about detail as well. What's the um, biggest plus for? I guess you still got um, Texas A&M your second visit. What's the biggest plus right now for Texas A&M? Um, the biggest plus for them is you know what they're building over there. You know the potential of you know competing for a Natty. Um, maybe next two three years um, you know they have a really they had a really good class last year and they're, they're trying to build a really good class this year so you know and um you know i have family there as well so biggest plus for georgia um home state um i think biggest plus is coach hankton and you know him being real with me and him being you know a genuine guy and wanting to develop me into you know the best where i can be has any school convinced you that you could come in right away and get balls usc usc is but, that the one that you think that i can come around in right away and catch catch a lot of balls i mean i'm not really looking i mean it would be great to you know play for my freshman year but i'm not really looking to you know play because i'm really trying to get developed and you know see where what my potential is you know in the future what's the biggest what's the best academic fit for you best, what do you mean? Academic fit. Is there one school you strap you extrapolate the football all the way? Is there one school that's the best academic fit? I mean, they're all good academically, but um, I mean, you can't really go wrong with any of the schools, so. Have you privately changed your mind a couple of times if you went from, it was this school, now it's this school, is yeah, it that school? Definitely. How hard is that, to deal so with hard, that, man? Yeah, it's hard, because one time you're, you're thinking this school and all the perks about that, and then you're thinking about another school and how, you know, the perks about that as well, so. What's, what do you need to see from USC to help simplify or complicate this even more? We'll have to see. Yeah. You know, this will just you know, what they have in store for me. So I'm not really going to, you know, I'm not really looking for anything in particular. I'm just really going to see how they recruit me and how the OB goes. Are you able to identify what would be the best potential fit within the locker room yet?
1: Like, who do you vibe with the most at all these I would schools?
0: Say for sure. Yeah. Really? I have talked with them. You know, basically every receiver in that room we got to kick it with them you know, this weekend, so you know, built a really good relationship with those guys. Kojo, if you had to go through this again and you had to say you could go back and tell yourself before you started,
1: this is going to matter, this is going to be important. What advice would you give yourself, you know, before
0: you're going on? you tell yourself what to look for A, B, C? What do you think matters? What matters now? To you? What matters now? Um... Looking for a um, home. Uh-huh. Um, obviously the best fit. Um, just, you know, I mean, I'm really looking for a receivers coach and uh, you know environment that I can you know, just vibe with and you know just be myself. At, you, know. you get the look I've seen in a lot of guys. You have that look that
1: man, I'm gonna make the decision and I'm gonna be glad it's over. You have that feeling of like I don't know whether you got a mile run here and you got you got a 20 mile run, you got five more to go or something like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm glad it's over, but it was it was fun. It was yeah. really fun, you know, getting recruited since my sophomore year and you know talking to a bunch of coaches, meeting a bunch of head coaches and people that I never thought I'd meet before. <laughs> um, mm, well, well, the most important criteria when you boil it all down, what do you think is the most important thing you're looking for here that will maybe help decide it? You said earlier it's family, wide receiver room academics my parents preach that you know they want me to get a degree you know out of college you know that's probably the most important thing to me all
1: right guys there you go that's kojo Wang tweet super nice guy lambert high school uh coaching staff there on the longhorns do a great job uh got to see him visit with him on i think when was that tuesday uh tuesday Uh, That was out at uh, a uh, practice that was at um, Lasseter High School. Uh, That was the Lutze 43 annual kind of uh, summer jamboree, uh, seven on seven event. Uh, Always a good, great event there. If you you guys do not know the story of Philip Lutzenkirchen, and and, uh, he is um, gone way too soon, but uh, that family and that foundation uh, behind uh, the let's See 43 foundation. is certainly making a difference in his memory. Um, so there's Kojo Wintwee. Let's do this, what we did on our, I guess our first down broadcast. And I'm going to laugh at this guys along with you guys, but uh, maybe we can call that the exhibition or preseason uh, broadcast. But um, you listened to the interview. I, I hope you saw that, I guess it was maybe some dread or maybe some burden in his words because he was trying to figure all this out. Um, listen to that interview, guys. What do you think, where does it sound like you think he's going? Is it, you know, to me, somebody can make a case for, Hey, A&M, Hey, Georgia, of course, Georgia. And then obviously um, Ohio state as well. And then he mentioned that part about USC. That's where he will be this weekend. I got to say guys, Georgia's playmaker uh, options at receiver. I think it's probably either Andre green jr. Or Kojo Antwee is the one a receiver. Uh, then you've got uh you know, I think there's a young man, you're going to hear this name um, a little bit later on in the show, but uh, this guy's name is uh, Amari Kelly. He's out of Alabama, Hewitt Trustful High School. To me, those feel like the receivers that Georgia really has the best shot at right now. Uh, they've got Denial and set committed, um, but hey, we're going to talk about that stuff a little bit later in the show. Now, the other meaty part of our, of our, of our show tonight, we had another home run interview, I thought, with a big major Georgia recruiting target. This was Oscar Delp. And guys, let you know how fresh this one was. Delp spent Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. He arrived back in Georgia on Wednesday on his official visit to Michigan. Um, Mr. Oscar Delp, such a great dude to work with. Always shout out to him. Uh, Such a great guy, great family, great program at West Forsyth as well. Um, But he was basically a man on an island. Uh, He was basically there by himself. He had a midweek, early week official visit uh, to Michigan. Now he's going to go to South Carolina this weekend uh, for what will be his fourth official visit this month. Um, Got some very interesting things to share with Oscar Delp. He's always a very uh, polished communicator and a great interview. Let's hear from Oscar Delp, the latest with Oscar Delp. Guys, this isn't even on dognation.com yet. I want you to hear it first on Before the Hedges here live on Wednesday night. Let's listen to Oscar Delp right now. Yeah. Um, how are you? How are you doing with all this? Is this like a visit overload? Is it where you thought it would be, or where's the marathon at right
2: now? No, I mean, uh, I'm close to the end. I mean, right now I'm kind of getting to that point where I think after this weekend I'm going to just take not, a break for a while and just kind of feel everything out and uh, see everything. I mean, I'm glad I took all these visits. I mean, uh, they're definitely tiring, but, I mean, it lets you know. It lets you tell the differences between the schools you want to go to and the schools you don't want to be at. So it definitely helps a lot. What's the biggest thing it helped you figure out? Uh, I think just the feeling and the environment of everything. I mean, you really get a certain feeling at different schools, and uh, you kind of know, kind of in your heart, where where you want to be, and just everything feels different, and uh, that's kind of the main thing that I've taken away from these visits.
1: Can you imagine having to make your decision in the two weeks? I mean, like that's what Kojo's has to do.
2: I mean, uh, I think I, w- I could have an idea, and uh, maybe, but I mean, I think just. It's too too soon after all these visits, I feel like you need to sit on it all for a little bit. But uh it's definitely going to be hard. Are
1: you weighing the visit high? You know, everybody says, you know, you're always going to feel great after a visit because the visits are supposed to go great. How are
2: you weighing all that with the schools you've seen so far? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, every school, that's the main thing for me is why I want to weigh, because every school I've been to, I've kind of came off one of those visit highs where I've loved everything about it. So uh, that's kind of the main thing about the whole just waiting after everything, just kind of really seeing what stays with you. You know,
1: Oscar, a lot of guys throughout the years, they tell me their best visit wasn't the school they chose. Were you able to figure out what your best visit was yet, or the one that just was like, wow, they really put on a great show?
2: Yeah, I mean, I've had like probably all my visits have been awesome. I mean, they've all been different and unique in their own ways. Uh, I wouldn't say one has been crazier than the other. I mean, Georgia was really fun great time there uh had a great time at florida had a great time in michigan i mean they've all done their own things so i mean i think it's just gonna kind of come down to what checks all the boxes for me and just gives me the best chances in the future
1: was the michigan visit unique because i'm sure you didn't probably know a lot about that school
2: yeah the Michigan visit was really unique uh i was the only kid there so it was really everything was on me all the attention was to me i could really do whatever i wanted Uh, i mean kind of went by my schedule so uh it was, it was a really cool place. I mean, I've never really been up north like that and visited and been to a Big Ten school yet, so uh, it was really cool getting out there.
1: Do you think you need – I remember you, we've talked about your back pocket visit. Do you think you need to hold that one back for the fall,
2: or what are you thinking on that one? If I use that, it'll be for a game day, but I'm not even sure if I'm going to use it or not yet. I'm yeah. still feeling everything out, but, I mean, we'll definitely – I'll have that one if I need it. How, How many be people? A game day. it would be a game day. Mm-hmm, How
1: many happens. people have told you come back in July for our little – cookout water slide scavenger hunt mm. have you heard that from a lot yeah, of schools yeah
2: clemson's uh really trying to get me there is i think i'm gonna i'm planning on making that uh, i mean there's south carolina's has something going on i mean they're all kind of blowing me up about it but uh, i think clemson's a school i'll be at back in july what's important for you for south carolina this weekend uh just kind of meeting all the players and just getting that feeling that i mean i felt all the other campuses all the other schools kind of just getting an idea of what it feels like to be there and just uh kind of what they do at the tight ends just kind of everything they got to to show me which
1: one of these schools has any of these schools given you the home feeling yet have you had that home feeling yet
2: uh every school's given me a little piece of it i'd say i mean some schools more than others but i mean it's definitely there at some schools not as much as others but i mean every school kind of has a sense of it let's look about you
1: said you needed some grounding or you needed to think about it what's the what's the resonant feeling now from the georgia
2: visit uh, I mean, the Georgia visits, it's still one of my favorite visits. I mean, I had a great time there. Uh, I mean, had a great time uh, talking with all those players. I'm still in touch with all of them. I mean, they're still reaching out to me back and forth. So, I mean, I really had a good time there, and uh, I enjoyed it. It's kind of stuck with me. So. What sticks with you from uh, Gainesville? Uh, just kind of the film we went over and the Titans, what their Titans did, and uh, kind of just getting to hang out with the players there too and just kind of getting a feeling of just living in Florida. I mean, beautiful place. Warm always. So I mean, that I mean that was kind of the unique part for that.
1: What did the Gators do to make that visit feel special or unique or tailored towards you? Did they bring up Kyle Pitts? Did they
2: have you meet a celebrity? What was that like? Yeah, um, I got to talk with the, just all the tight ends, the tight end room. I mean, they were talking about Kyle Pitts the whole time. I got to talk with pretty much all their starters. Uh, I mean, really got to hang out with all the players. So it was, it was really cool. Did you hear a good Kyle Pitt story? Did they tell you anything like, this is what he did, and this is how he worked or anything? Uh, I mean, nothing crazy, but, I mean, they were all – I got to talk with all the dudes that were going against him every day in practice and just the energy they brought, and they just talked about him and just kind of what it would be like going against him. So you were at Michigan Monday, Tuesday? Mm-hmm. Monday, oh. Tuesday. came back Wednesday. What was that like? It was warm, I guess, right? Yeah, it was it was, it was uh, like 77, 75, which was really nice. Uh I mean, it's different up there. It's really cool kind of being up there, just seeing everything. Um, Got to check out, like, all the stuff you don't see at other schools, like the hockey arena, all that stuff. So it was definitely a unique place. What was the
1: connection to Michigan? Is it just the tight end usage or do you have family up there? What was the link that got Michigan in
2: the mix? Uh, I mean, the academics are second to none. I mean, it's a great academic school. Uh, The connections that you can have from graduating at Michigan are just – unbelievable with everyone that went there I mean the way they use the tight end also and just uh, I think I have a chance at playing early there. Where do you think you got the best chance of playing early? I really think I mean everywhere I've talked to uh, every coach has told me no matter where I go I think I'm going to play early I mean I'm confident in myself that I'm going to get on the field as a freshman anywhere I go um, whether it's if I'm starting or rotating in so I mean I'm just ready to just go wherever I go best place for me and just kind of put my head down and work. So. The stadium I got to ask you about that.
1: That's different. Isn't it? Yeah, You've seen it a bunch was. of stadiums, mm-hmm. but
2: that's one ten thousand. Yeah, 110, it was 000. it was definitely a breathtaking stadium. It was crazy. Um, it'd definitely be cool to see that place rocking on a game day.
1: <laughs> there you go, guys. That's Oscar Delp. I You know, you think about the tight ends in the University of Georgia: Ryland Gody, Darnell Washington, John Fitzpatrick, um, Brett Brock Bowers. Um, just really super amazing. Really good guys, uh, really good guys to talk to, really good guys to do, to be in the line of work I'm in. And Oscar Delp, should he choose Georgia, would certainly fit right in. And uh, for all you fathers of teenage daughters out there, there's a lot of young men there that would be the upstanding guy that you would hope is knocking on your door one day wanting to take your daughter out on a date. Uh, That's how good a lot of those tight ends are at the University of Georgia. Todd Hartley is definitely recruiting very unique, very well-grounded all-around just good dudes, basically, I would say, besides being fantastic football players. That's Oscar Delp. Guys, this is before the edges. We're trying to, you know, we're rolling with the punches. We're getting up on the surfboard. We're keeping chopping, um, bringing you another Wednesday night edition. You've heard from Kojo Antwi so far. You've heard from Oscar Delp so far. Those are very important interviews right now in terms of phases of their recruiting. Both of those young men are both in. Um, Now, got to take a second. uh, As always, this Before the Hedges program is brought to you every Wednesday night by our fine, great partnership with those folks at Kroger. Krogering is a verb in my household. I hope it's a verb in your household as well. Uh, Guys, let's take a minute right now and hear the weekly message from Kroger. We'll get back to the show in just a moment, but first, a quick word from Kroger. Kroger has made shopping for the groceries and household essential items that you need even easier by offering free pickup. Just shop online, choose a pickup time convenient for you, and Kroger will carefully pick out your order and bring it to your vehicle when you arrive. So the next time you're ready to shop at Kroger, take advantage of the free pickup. It's just another way that Kroger is fresh for everyone. All right, guys, we're back. Kroger's fresh for everyone, and we got a fresh top targets list uh, happening right now. Uh, spanning it out to 15 names. Uh, We're going uh, 9.30. It was watching. Here's your Hawks update in the middle of this. We can say it's brought to you by Kroger as well, but Trey Young is making buckets uh, left and right, jumpers left and right. I think he's 11 out of 16 at the half, 25 points. Hawks are still down five uh top targets this is version four of the month of june when we got 15 names i want to start with a name that keeps fluctuating up and down we're going to have a story about this young man at number 15 on dognation.com soon now Emery floyd out of Hillgrove. he's the guy that ran a 10-4-9 in the hundred this spring didn't do a lot of track but that shows you how fast he is there was a time when it looked like he was going to georgia with a little bit of notre dame and then it looked like it was trending auburn and now um kind of wide open. He's, he's, he's worked out. He's camped with a bunch of visits, really impressed Georgia. He got Kirby smart jumping up and down about his ball skills and how well he could play. Uh, Really the decision now feels a little bit like Georgia, Florida, Florida's in the mix there now as well. Uh, He's taken an official visit to Auburn already. Um, So lots of things going on there with Emory Floyd, the in-state guy being looked at by now Georgia as a cornerback. That's what he wants to be. Um, and he looked very good in Athens. He had a couple of auditions uh, camp season, and he looked pretty good. So I think he's got back onto the radar there at Georgia a little bit when it seemed like maybe Georgia didn't know what he could be until they worked, out, worked him out in June during camp season. Number 14, guys, this is a name that's going to be there for a while. Uh, this is the part where we don't want to put that name up too high, but you're certainly hearing good things about Georgia with Shamar Stewart. He just recently took a visit. Um, going to come back in the fall and take an official visit against Shamar Stewart. Kind of got a, some Miami vibes to him a little bit. Um, LSU is faded. Um, Georgia is going to really have to fight for that uh, re- that recruitment. That's one that will go li- very likely to the um, old school signing day in February. Number 13, Aaron Bryant. Aaron Bryant just took an official visit to uh, Texas A&M this weekend. He's, got a, he's seen Texas this month and Georgia. He saw Alabama on an official visit, unofficial visit. Um, the thing here for um, Aaron Bryant out of Mississippi, right in the Memphis area. Uh, if there's one negative, you know, it's, it's it kind of looks like Georgia has evaluated him a lot higher than a lot of other big names, like you know guys like um, you know maybe even some of the current commits, but even guys like Christian Miller. Christian Miller was actually in town today in Athens as well, but. There's one thing that may give me pause about does Aaron Bryant end up a Georgia Bulldog, no matter how much Trey Scott likes him and how good that connection has been so far is that um, Aaron Bryant considers himself more of a penetrator, more of a disruptor um, type, type defensive lineman. And, you know, Georgia, you know, coming out of a three, four, isn't really a great schematic fit for him. That said, he thinks he can play and thrive in the three, four, but a school that runs a four, three defense might be what's more, Common to him and what's more natural to him at this time, Uh, Aaron Bryant, really strong looking player. He was an offensive lineman up until last fall when he shifted to the defensive line. And really now the rankings aren't reflecting it yet, but he looks like one of the top 15 defensive tackles in the country very easily. Number 12, Jeremiah Alexander, uh, A-L-E-X-A-N-D-E-R out of Thompson High, Alabaster, Alabama. He's going for his third straight state championship in Alabama's largest classification really an Alabama, Georgia, Clemson race there. And I think we had to be honest with ourselves. It sounds like Clemson might be in a good a spot as anyone right there for Jeremiah Alexander. Um, number 11, he was a guy that took his official visit into, uh, into UGA this weekend. And what I've been told is it went swimmingly. It went very well. Now what's going to happen there with Singletary, he's committed to Ohio state and he's going to take his official visit, his first trip actually to Columbus, um, this weekend, that will be an important visit. Um, Jaheim Singletary is out of uh, uh, Robert E. Lee in Jacksonville, Florida. That's Duval for all you uh, guys that know that area. And I guess I should go Duval like they do at Jaguars game games. Number 10, I think Georgia still has a pretty good shot there. Good puncher's chance, maybe a little bit better than that with the home state connection. That's Dayon Bowie, who decommitted the five-star athlete out of Bainbridge. Um, of course, we can say the name uh, Nick Williams here as well. Number nine on this list, and this was a really good official visit for Georgia this past week. Um, Tyler Booker uh, has had a long, drawn-out, comfortable recruitment with Georgia. Uh, So many IMG Academy guys on the Georgia roster. I think this is probably the best highest-rated offensive lineman Georgia could possibly sign this year. Uh, It was a great official visit for Tyler Booker and Georgia uh, he left Georgia. He's already back in Columbus on another official visit. Tyler Booker has been very busy this month. Um, but I think Georgia w- Georgia definitely helped himself itself on that official visit. And I would have to say coming out of that official visit, Georgia is in a pretty good spot right there with Tyler Booker. Um, number eight, uh, we mentioned him earlier in our show. I think it was show A or not this show, which was, I guess, our, our walkthrough show. Let's kind of keep the football vernacular going. Andre Green Jr. out of St. Christopher's in Richmond, Virginia man, this guy's a special player. He could play the X. He can play a lot of a lot of spots. He's 6'3", very explosive. Clemson was the school to watch there, but they offered really late, and it will be up to the school like Georgia and maybe North Carolina to see if they can capitalize. Andre Green Jr., you know, folks, if Georgia can anchor um, their 2022 receiver class around a guy like Kojo Antwi or Andre Green Jr., that'd be very good for the future in terms of having a, As having a lightning bolt type, explosive type playmaker in that wide receiver room for Cortez Hankton. Guy, we just spoke to today at the top of our show, uh, top of our interview. That's Kojo Tweet. Had a lot of things to share and say about Kojo. Kojo right now comes in at number seven on the top targets list. Number six is Keon Sab, the safety out of Bradenton, Florida, ING Academy. Uh, He was also in town on a very good official visit this weekend as well. Number five, this is a name that's climbing. I keep hearing a lot of good things about about Georgia with him, that's Danny Dennis Sutton. really think it's Georgia and Penn State there um, for the four-star edge out of uh, out of Owing Mills, uh, Maryland. Um, Danny Dennis Sutton there. He came in and visited Georgia on the very first weekend in June. Number four, you also heard from this gentleman um, early in our show. That's Oscar Delp. He's still got a South Carolina official visit coming up this month. He's going to make his decision on September the 30th. Um, And did you hear what, in that interview, I thought it was very interesting. He said he's going to give a return visit to Clemson um, in July. There's a one week in July, maybe about four or five days in July, guys, where it's not dead, where visits can happen again. I don't think you'll see official visits, but you'll see a lot of those special activities. Georgia's had a lot of those in the past with the water slide, with scavenger hunts, and then also when Georgia revealed the West End Zone and the new locker room stuff like that has been very good for Georgia in the past. Um, number three, this was the priority for Georgia. Um, if you wanted to make a case that this is the biggest remaining target or biggest remaining priority, um, in the 2022 cycle, Georgia definitely made Travis Shaw feel that way. It's really down to North Carolina, Clemson and Georgia. I think it's really down to Georgia and North Carolina. That's going to be the school that gets the official visit this weekend from Travis Shaw. Um, just a big, um, behemoth, uh, zero-tech, one-tech, a guy that can absorb a lot of blocks and kind of roll into that Jordan Davis role at Georgia. Um, Travis Shaw there out of uh, Grimsley High in Greensboro, North Carolina. Number two, Kamari Wilson. Let's see, Kamari's checking out a lot of visits lately. He's been to LSU on an official. I think he was at FSU yesterday. He took an unofficial to Georgia um, at the beginning of um, of the month on June the 1st. You did not make it into Georgia with all those IMG, other IMG Academy guys right there. Number one on the list, going to be here there for quite a while, uh, is Branson Robinson. He took an Alabama official visit this past weekend. He also is, he, we've reported on dognation.com, and we'll have the tweet that exemplifies this earlier a little bit later in our show during our online chatter. Branson Robinson has set his decision date for July the 22nd, so that's a very big name. Uh, Got some other names to know, Jahad Campbell, IMG Academy. Mr. Campbell was also an official visitor from IMG Academy. Dalen Everett as well out of IMG Academy in Bradenton, Florida. Dalen's actually out of Virginia. Uh, The three-star, Jacob Hood, we wrote about him earlier in in, in the week. Actually, very interesting when I talked to him a couple times over the last two or three, uh, maybe over the last week or so. Um, Great visit to Georgia. Uh, he's got a Miami official visit this weekend, Jake Hood, 87-inch wingspan. So from tip to tip, guys, he is bigger than your big screen TV of your dreams, um, size 18 cleats. At one point, he was 425 pounds going into his junior academic year. He lost all that weight. That's well, probably the biggest thing Georgia likes about him. It's not how big he is in the size. He told me that Matt Luke and Coach Eddie Gordon, the offensive line assistant coach, or the assistant offensive line coach. He told me that one of the things that really impressed Georgia was he had the mental fortitude to go down from 420 pounds to about 332 pounds. It's a special type of guy to do that in about four or five months. And Jacob cut out sugar. He started reading ingredients, drank a lot of water, and all of a sudden changed his body. And that's something that Georgia really likes for in the class of uh, 2022. Um, going down the list, Amari Kelly, he's out of Hewitt Trustful. Um, he's rated as an athlete. He's, he would be a receiver at Georgia. Now, he did visit Georgia earlier this month, got to hang out with guys like uh, Denyla Morissette, especially got to hang out with Malachi Starks. Malachi Starks told me he was really vibing with Amari uh, uh, Kelly. That's a school to watch for there, Georgia and Omari Kelly. That's a school to watch for right there. Big, uh, you know, type, all-around type receiver. Amari Kelly, he's a four-star receiver out of Alabama. Of course, people are going to wonder, you know of course um, there are a couple of, there's there's more wide receivers there's a wide receiver basically in the same community there as Omar Amari Kelly that um, Alabama really likes. he's a little bit faster and that's given Georgia the opportunity to go win maybe snag a guy like Omari Kelly to play receiver. Um, we wrote about Carlton Madden I, I enjoyed sharing his story. great guy I've been following his descent for maybe almost maybe 15, 16 months now. Carlton Madden, 6'3", 210. He looked like a guy that could play in the Pac-12 or maybe a lesser AC school, ACC school. Um, he told me that great story about he basically peanut butter and jelly sandwiched his way to your Georgia offer. He, he put on like eating three or four or five of those a day. He went from about 6'3 and a half, 6'3 and a quarter, and 205 to begin his junior year uh, to now he's about 6'3 and a quarter and 240. Uh, did it without any, really any film because last year he was ineligible and only got to play in one JV game. So, you know, one of the things that Georgia coaches that that Carlton Madden told me that they told him was that he did it the old fashioned way. He had to do it without a lot of game film. He had to work out a couple of times for Georgia in order to earn that offer. Christian Miller, he was in Georgia today. We've still got him in the, among the other names to know here for the class. Addison Nichols, he's visited a lot of places. He's visited Ohio State, just visited Tennessee. He visited Florida, he visited Georgia. Addison Nichols has seen a bunch of schools this month. This is another top 125 overall offensive lineman out of greater Atlanta Christian. He's the guy that's a black belt, uh, that's an Eagle Scout, really like his resume. This name here, Jake Pope out of Buford, Georgia. Just a special player, special young man. I'll give you an example of that. I think George is still in it there with schools like Alabama. He's got an Alabama official visit this weekend. He's seen Ohio State. Uh, He's seen North Carolina. He's seen Notre Dame, I believe. Um, Look at those schools, man. That kind of shows you what type of player that Jake Pope is. Uh, Four-star offensive line, offensive lineman, Koyshon Sapp just released his final four tonight. Uh, That is Florida State, Cincinnati, um, Florida, and Georgia. I tell you what, if Georgia could pull this talented offensive lineman out of South Georgia, out of Lee County, that would be quite a haul because normally this is the type of player that Georgia gets and it's a great fit. It's just that Georgia has stacked up so many offensive linemen over the last two cycles that he realizes that, you know, not that he doesn't mind competing, but he realizes that going to be some tough sledding to be able to play and it might be quicker at other spots. Um, another name, Ja'Cory Thomas, he's out of Orlando, Florida. He, he put Georgia in his top five. He took an official visit to Georgia earlier this year. Guys, this is a playmaker. He's a guy that's fast with that Florida speed, could play anywhere on the back end, either safety, a star or a corner. Really impressed Georgia when he worked out. He's got an all Florida top five, except for the Georgia Bulldogs. He's got Miami in there, Florida State, Florida, Central UCF as well. Um, i tell you what, he's really impressed Georgia, that's what I will say. Um, the last guy is um, uh, I White. Man, it sounds like if you're watching and listening and hearing a lot of things, um, this is the guy that goes to the same high school which produced uh, Tyke Smith, who's now at Georgia, but N. I White really had a great official visit to Alabama. Seems like the culture of Alabama really uh, turned his head, um, got his full attention. Uh, we mentioned a couple of these names. Let's pull up the screen. We have a slide here of kind of moving uh, timelines for 2022 targets. Quayshawn Sapp going to go July the 3rd. Just broke down his kind of recruiting. Uh, July 5th will be Kojo Antwi. He was our one of our A1A, our A block interview tonight in our show. Uh, Kojo is July 5th making that decision to honor his mother. Um, July 22nd, that's a new name. And, folks, that is a big name. It's what my grandpa and my papa and my mama would call it, Granddaddy Longlegs' name. That is Branson Robinson. Uh, he's making the decision on July 22nd to honor his late uncle. That was his late uncle's birthday. And, really, one of the driving forces behind Branson Robinson's story to why he wants to be a great football player and why he wants to be great um, because of his mem- the memory of his uncle there. And September 30th, Delp. You mentioned him. We had a lot on him early in our show. Oscar Delt going to make that decision public on September the 30th in honor of his mother, uh, Mary Dell. Breakdown, uh, Georgia still has 10. Class ranking was um, – uh, check that graphic. I don't know if it's exactly correct. But Georgia uh, class ranking uh, is uh, number four nationally still. Three offense, three six defense, one special teams. That's the punter. Um, seven in state, three out of state. One five-star commitment. That's Malachi Starks. As it stands right now, all the ten commitments except for Jordan James, who's coming in on, uh, who's coming in on uh, June 26th, which will be after this weekend. He's the he him he stands as, along with Brett Thorson, who's out in Australia. Kids in Australia. He's he told me last time I flipped a message back and forth across the pond with uh, Brett Thorson is he's going to take his official visit during the season for the Kentucky game. That's what he's got planned. Uh, I believe that's the game he's got planned. He's going to make an official visit during the season, but he's really leery of restrictions about going to America and coming back into Australia with COVID-19. So he's really hoping things progress well, not only in America, and continue to progress well in Australia with that disease so he can make the trip uh, over to check out Georgia. Um, there you have it, guys. Those are the uh, – I guess we would call it the – the main, the main event or the major kind of anchor points of every show, we go over top targets, what the board looks like, um, and then maybe, you know, where Georgia ranks, how, how the commitments stack up, and then some other names to know. We also put up those um, dedicated and scheduled commitment decision releases as well. I know everybody out there, I'm sure you guys can share that with me. You're itching to get a commitment. Itching to see the next name go up on the board maybe in the 2023 class or the 2022 class as well. I got a few more things I want to show you guys. This is a busy online chatter season, so let's just jump right to it. Um, let's start off with, um, look at this one right here. This is a video. Um, you want to talk about getting swole? Look at this one. Tyler Booker. Um, I think it's going to be hard for Georgia to get Booker, but they're definitely got their sleeves rolled up to do it. And this is why Kirby Smart is the best in the business. Look at this video right there, Kirby Smart. Um, Tyler Booker's got his phone going and he wanted to ask coach to see if he can hit the rack and look at Kirby throwing up those thirties right there. Um, Kirby smart. Um, that's why he's, I mean, guys, he's really liked that amongst those recruits. That's one of the things that really stands out. Let's pull up the tweet here from Branson Robinson. I want you to see the LLB July 22nd. That's what he's going to do to honor, um, honor his late uncle on his birthday. We got some very, got some moss coming in on the back porch. I'm going to try and speed through a couple of things right here. Um, Look at Luther Burden right here. This is one we'll watch because he's committed to Oklahoma, the nation's number one receiver. He came in and a lot of folks you hear about um, different schools where maybe Oklahoma might not be able to hold on to Luther Burden. There's a connection there with Georgia um, and um, with Georgia and Dan Lanning is basically practically best friends with the head coach, the head coach of Luther Burden school, but, um, nation's number one wide receiver currently committed to Oklahoma. He did visit Georgia this week. This is going to be pretty simple, guys. Georgia will not be able to attract and sign a guy like Luther Burden, who came in on an official visit. They won't be able to acquire a player like that or add or intrigue or really get a player like that interested in Georgia until they put up some major numbers and throw the ball around uh, this fall. Uh, Jahad Campbell, I want you guys to see this. Look how big he is, man. He's about 6'5". He's about two 200- hundred. 210 pounds, really a physical specimen. A lot of people make the comparison to former uh, Georgia linebacker, Adam Anderson. I think that's an okay comparison, but really I think Jihad Campbell is a much more advanced player coming out of high school than Adam Anderson. Now guys, Adam Anderson was a freaky athlete and a better athlete. I mean, the guy was high jumping like six, seven feet. Um, Jihad Campbell isn't that, but I think Jihad Campbell is a more schooled and more well-rounded football player at the same stage of their development. Jahad's at IMG Academy, where it basically feels like it's preseason SEC for a lot of those guys um, being trained up really well. But look at that smile on this face right there, Jahad Campbell. Georgia and Dan Lanning, you're going to have a very tough decision. You think about who the guys they can add to replenish and restock that Wolfpack room, which is the outside linebacker room. You've got guys like um, Danny Dennis' son, I White. Shamar Stewart, I think will probably end up more like a Trayvon Walker type guy because he's already like 260, 270 already. Um, but you see those names, potential guys, Jihad Campbell, the guys that could play that edge position for Georgia because Georgia could have the type of year, you know, Robert Beal will probably exhaust his eligibility. Jermaine Johnson is in is at Florida State now. Uh, Aziz Ojalari is with the New York, New York Giants. But Nolan Smith, Adam Anderson, those type of guys are really taking a big step forward towards their pro career uh as well um let me see here you guys saw um the kirby tweet with um you saw kirby with lift in but look at this, this this one from tyler booker as well tyler booker was um he says athens kind of feels right on him look at the big smile on his face from his photo shoot right there tyler booker currently on an official visit right now to ohio state as we speak I want to show you Carlton Madden. Look at the decommitment tweet here, where he decommits from Colorado. It was exactly four days after he got the next tweet. I'm going to show you, which was the offer. Everybody do this out loud. Everybody do this playing the um, Georgia photo shoot home game home edition. Um, look at the um, look at the pose right there from Carlton Madden Jr. Georgia was his dream school, and uh, that's something to really uh, really put into consideration there with um, Georgia's. Um, Chances there with uh, Carlton Madden Jr. out of Cedar Grove High School in Ellenwood, Georgia. Uh, I want to. Sh- I want you to guy, I want you guys to see uh, this one from Jordan James. Just basically says he'll be in Athens on uh, June 26th. That's the. That's the currently the only running back commitment in the class. I want to show you Jake Pope. Read this, folks. You want to talk about a guy? I'm going to tell you this. If Georgia doesn't get Jake Pope um, in this class. That's going to be the type of player, like, like like I have an unofficial kind of list in my head of the best 10 players in the state of Georgia this year. Jake Pope is on that list. Look at that reason why he calls upon his faith. He calls upon how hard it is, the hardest thing you'll ever have to do, sorting out through these schools, trying to figure out which one is his best fit. Um, just a quality, super young man. And, uh, you know, Jake Pope is one of those truly kids that gets it and really understands um, – doesn't really think stars are that big a deal. He realizes nobody has stars when they get there, and it's all a culture of work. I'm going to bet you, Jake Pope, wherever he lands, whether it's North Carolina, Georgia, uh, Ohio State, Alabama, Notre Dame, that guy's going to have an all-conference. He's going to he's going to be one of those difference makers in college football. He just he just he just built with built of the right stuff right there. Speaking of the right stuff, there's Keon Sab. Uh, I want to show you this tweet. He's on his official visit with his family. You guys remember Amari Sab is his younger brother. Uh, my information leads me to believe that that his younger brother, who's just in seventh grade, Georgia has also offered him. I believe that's the earliest public recognition of an offer in Georgia football recruiting history. Um, I want to show you. Uh, Look at this, guys. This doesn't happen every day. Let's look at this tweet from Griffin Scrogs. Now, Griffin is at Grayson High School, used to play at Buford. Now, this is something because Georgia Tech had recruited Griffin hard and long and strong for a long time. Then Griffin worked out at Georgia. He got an offer from Georgia. Georgia was really feeling him, really. Matt Luke told, according to Griffin Scroggs, Matt Luke told him that he really wanted him to come play for him. Griffin Scroggs decided to be a Yellow Jacket for a lot of reasons, but that's a good player right there. And we started thinking about – I wouldn't call it a battle because Georgia and Georgia Tech weren't recruiting this young man at the same time for the same length and with the same intensity. But that's a player that's going to make Georgia Tech a lot better. Um, Madden Sanker, let me show you this one. This is a name that I think Georgia is in a mighty good spot with out of uh, Paulding County. Uh, State heavyweight wrestling champion. Picked up his offer earlier this year really likes to fit at Georgia. This was a return visit, Um, camped, earned the offer, and then came back to Georgia for a return visit. This is a guy that I think Georgia's in a very good spot with in the class of 2023 on the offensive line. Um, Let me show you Travis Shaw right here. This is one of our couple video tweets we have right here. Travis Shaw, look at him. This is on his photo shoot. You see the laser beams everywhere. It kind of feels like that old-school movie, uh, Mission Impossible right there nation's number two defensive tackle, number nine overall prospect, just had a splendid official visit to the University of Georgia. True priority for this class. You want to talk about backfilling the spot that, you know, Big Bear Alexander is now very not likely to to be in this class. I'd be surprised if he is in this class. Um, But the guy now, the man now is Travis Shaw. You guys saw the comments from uh, Jalen Walker on dognation.com. Jalen, who is an integral part of this class, um, really feels good about what Georgia was able to show um, Travis Shaw over this past weekend. Let's look at this tweet from Scott Sinclair. A lot of you folks are telling us we're not doing a good enough job, um, a good enough job um, showing video of the new facility. Check out this weight room. Look at everybody working out. Look at all the room. Look at all the space. Guys, there's monitors in there that, that measure and gauge how fast you press up the weight, how fast you move the weight, um, that's another way you can train. It's not that you can lift the weight, but how fast you should be moving it on each rep, the science of uh, the kinesiology of it. Now, Georgia's is really a big proponent in that with its athletes. They've already got the GPS monitors on them and how well and how fast they practice. Um, we mentioned Ja'Cory Thomas early in our show. Let's take a look at this tweet right here from Ja'Cory Thomas out of Boone high school in Orlando, Florida. Um, he is, um, Got Georgia in his top five, and really worked out, and really turned a lot of heads. I think Georgia would love to have him, but look at all those schools in Florida that are in there as well; they'd also love to have him. Couple more I wanted to show you, and uh, told you a lot of stuffs going. Look at this one right here from Treyon Webb. Uh, He's a former Georgia commitment, could play running back, maybe could even play defensive back at the next at the next level. Now, um, was one time committed to Georgia. He opened it up. He's down to a final three: it's Oklahoma, Georgia, and Ohio State. He's even going to make his commitment in August. Things are progressing very fastly like for uh, Trey on Webb as well. And then the last one we'll show you, and it's a good one. Look at Jalen Walker right here and his family. You want to talk about another great group of people. I'm going to say this. This is what I think about. Um, everybody's going to go, is this going to be the next guy? Is this going to be the next this or the next that? I'm just going to say he's going to be the first Jalen Walker. And that name Jalen Walker, by the time he's done, He told me he had a conversation or he got to meet the Buckus award. And he told Georgia's coaches that he's not leaving Athens without a Buckus award of his own, putting another one of those in the trophy case at the university of Georgia guys, this has been another before the hedges. I know everybody's watching uh, the NBA playoffs. I don't think Trey young has missed a shot yet from all these text messages I'm getting in the middle of the show, but um, guys, Appreciate you guys hanging out. We tried to get the wheels off the ground with our new restream type streaming platform. And, you know, I guess we didn't make it to the goal line on that one. So we teed things up again and started it over. I want to thank everybody that's came back for the show tonight, even at this late hour. Uh, We appreciate you guys hanging out. This becomes a podcast on Spotify, on SoundCloud and uh, all your favorite uh, podcast platforms. Certainly appreciate you guys hanging out. And again, You guys could be anywhere on a Wednesday night. Lots of options for your entertainment. So very thankful. It means a lot to me that you guys take the time to be here and join us. We can talk Georgia recruiting in depth and in detail and bring you those interviews like Oscar Delp and Kojo in tweet as much as we possibly can. Thanks for your patience tonight. We'll have a lot of good stuff coming up on the site uh, tomorrow as well. Uh, I'm going to write about a five-star tomorrow. We're also going to have tomorrow, it would be a a cover four. Today as well, we'll be live again, and hopefully, we'll be back. You'll have You'll have Brandon Adams in the morning. You'll have all of us later in the evening. We're going to talk about all things Georgia football. Maybe we'll even discuss some hard truths that all of us see right now in terms of the Georgia football team and what really, how we really think about certain aspects of the football team. Guys, I'm Jeff Sintel. Uh, certainly, thank you guys for hanging out tonight. We had a loaded show. We had a restarted show. We thank you guys for being a part of it here on DogNation.com. We'll catch you later when you read all about it. On dognation.com, I'm Jeff Sintel. Have a great
0: Let's go. I'm a bulldog. So, George, who will pick it? I love the family atmosphere and the way they handle business education. is important trying to reach the next level. I want the best in life, I never settle.